Hey guys, we're here today with Capu Radio recording our first ever Pata Cabu podcast. My name is Sean, I'm the chairperson and founder of our Pata Capu student chapter. And I'm Jennifer, I'm the vice chairperson. I'm Karma, the creative director. We invite you to come and take a journey with us through the most fascinating trends, developments, and emerging innovations in international travel and tourism through a series of interviews with industry-leading professionals. From its foundation, in 2017, our student chapter of the Pacific Asia Travel Association has allowed us to connect with tourism industry stars and students from across the globe. With the help of Capilano University, Sean and Jennifer had the privilege of attending the PADA Travel Mart in Macau last September. I was then able to attend the PADA Annual Summit in Korea in May. Through these events, we discovered a wealth of fresh industry insights at our fingertips. But we can't exactly bring the whole student body, or even the tourism management program, to PADA's amazing international events. So, in absence of that, this podcast is our solution to connect our peers and all listeners to the forefront of tourism. Welcome to the first ever podcast. So, our first guest, Bjorn Harvold, is the Chief Technical Officer and Co-Founder of Traveleco a 0% commission online travel agent that's changing the way hotels think of distribution. He is also the co-founder and CEO of Travelcoin, a new type of payment rewards platform for the travel industry that he believes will revolutionize how travelers and travel suppliers interact. So hi Bjorn. Hey guys, how you guys doing? We're good, thank you. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thanks for connecting. So what made you start your business? Well, which one? Well, we could start with uh, Travelcoin since it relates to our subject of blockchain and how that's going to completely transform the travel industry. Perfect. Would love to. Okay, so Travelcoin got started about a year ago now, over a year ago, one and a half years actually, and uh, it was it was in response to a lot of uh, hype that the blockchain uh, technology was seeing at the time. that has that has that hype has now kind of petered away into actually people doing real business and real technologies and and the rest of the the fanboys have kind of disappeared thank God um, so about a year and a half ago we thought uh, everyone we you know when you work in the travel industry you also you have a lot of travel partners uh, in in a lot of different variety of ways so this you know if you're in the business you you will know hotels you will know airlines. You will know uh, DMCs, tour operators, etc. And we kind of, you know, you you come or and meet over coffee and you talk about what what ails you and, and where things could get better. Uh, and uh, the topic of blockchain um, kind of came up, um, and we discussed how could that make the um, our industry better. Uh, and there were some real applications to it that we think that can really change how we do business and at the end of that provide greater customer value. So for travelers, they will really see a big difference when blockchain is utilized in the correct way. Mm -hmm. Great. So uh, relating to that, as you know, companies these days can't expect to operate the same way they have in the past. Uh, So newer, innovative companies now, everybody's talking about um, them being pro-consumer, pro-employee, pro-planet and pro-industry. So what does that look like to you in terms of your company and how you operate? Okay, so everything kind of rolls together, right? So I think it's the most important thing for for people to realize is that when you do creative business in general, uh, you have to set 
the intent of what the company is trying to uh, to get done, right? So um, there's there's always a way to make a buck, right? But there's also a way to do business that is actually uh, important and good for everyone, and that usually ends up being the businesses that stay long, stay around the longest. So for us, when we thought about uh, travel coin and how that would make a difference, for us it was. Well, because we can lower and reduce costs for every travel tech supplier in the industry, that will end up in a way, we actually, we, we designed, and I, we can get a little bit into gamification at this point because it's also very important about, in, future of companies will be, be, be very gamified. Uh, as mm -hmm. people get very accustomed to playing games, adding mm -hmm. that into the work the work and products becomes very, very important. So we thought, well, hey, we can actually create our system in such a way that travel providers, every hotels, airlines, rental car agencies, you know, you name it, come on our platform and they get to do things at a very, very low cost, maybe even free, if they treat customers, travelers, a great way. So for us, that was we got into payment and loyalty very quickly. And, and as you know, loyalty right now is not customer friendly. Loyalty mm -hmm. yep. over across every industry, not just travel, has a 69% dissatisfaction rate within one year. Because people realize it's just, it's just bullshit. They're just screwing you. They're just there to, to create uh, an appearance of loyalty where there's actually none. But if you actually look at it and you say, well, you know what? I want to I want to actually make create something real that everyone can enjoy not just the business but also um, and especially so the the travelers yeah, it's interesting that you should mention that because when we first contacted you, one of the more interesting and for more provocative things that you said is that loyalty doesn't work in terms of the old um, old programs and cards correct so as you know, and here in Asia, I'm, I'm right now in Bangkok, here in Asia, the average person will have about 23 different loyalty cards with her in her pocket at all times. Right? And it, yeah. they just love to collect points. They don't really know why they're doing it, but to them it's a game. We're just collecting points, but it actually has no value because yeah. the businesses see to it that they make so much on you that for them to provide you a free coffee over a year is absolutely nothing, but your loyalty mm -hmm. is for them gold, right? Yeah. But what if you could change that? And what if you can do it in a way that actually everyone benefits? And everyone and, and, benefits because no one is that one winner, but you share across. So travelers get an amazing vacation at a great price, and travel businesses get an insight into customers in a way, and a direct access into customers in a way that has never been done before. It's a win-win situation. Why wouldn't you do it when you can, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so your company, Traveleco, aims to replace online travel agencies who right now have an immense amount of power in the industry. They offer 0% commission platform to travel providers. So how does that work exactly? So also, again, Traveleco got started when we thought, well, and again, it's industry players talking to each other going, you know what, and, and especially hotels in this case, how, how do we get out of this hole that we dug for ourselves? So if you look back, and, and most people actually will not know how our industry works. If I ask the average user, 
how much commission do you think you're paying to Booking.com? Or how much do you think the hotel is paying in commission to Booking.com when you go traveling? They'll say about, oh yeah, maybe five, eight, maybe, maybe 10%. And when I tell them, well, you know, it can be up to 45 easy, and they go, what? You know? So immediately that, 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 that is something that customers don't really care about where that's going, but they would care if they know that hotels can really change the price and offer you an overall much greater value on your vacation had you booked direct. Now, mm-hmm. there's problems there with rate parity, which we can get into, of the, the big OTAs came in and said, listen, we want you to guarantee that online rates are the same across the board. So if you're going to put your rate at $100 for your room, it needs to be $100 on our, on our. We need to get the same rate because otherwise we're not going to list you. It doesn't make any sense for us. So they created rate parity and it became this, okay, fine, rate parity is fine. Um, you would think that the hotel would be able to um, offer a cheaper rate on their own website, but no. Uh, so what happens, and it's, it's bo- both, both sides, both hotels and OTAs are to blame here of, of what's, what, where this led to. Um, so with rate parity, on one end, you have OTAs that are now getting really, really, really big. And what you see coming is the actual war of the OTAs where OTAs fight OTAs. And how are they going to do that? They're going to do that by hotel price. So who's going to lose? Hotels. Mm-hmm. On the other end, hotels are not, it's, it's not that easy to put a hotel and sell it online. There's a lot of technology that is involved to make a hotel go on and be able to sell their rooms. So what they many times do, they will one, they will offload um, their uh, their rates to OTAs just thinking, you know, you guys take care of it and as a result lose a lot of commission there, a lot of, yeah. a lot of money. money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also the biggest thing, the biggest thing that I don't telling hotel customers is when a customer is walking into your lobby and says, give me a good deal, you don't tell them to go to booking.com or any other big OTA because that's where yeah. you get the great, great, greatest deal. Then you really lost, right? So, that's, yeah. so it's a part of our education as well. So Trevelico came in and we said, listen, we want to create a movement. We have, let's, let's start with 0% commission and let's instead become a technology service provider to hotels where Hotels have the easiest way of getting online and getting visible to customers and guests and travelers out there who, uh, and then who can then offer something special to the customer. Um, and for, for us, we said, you know, we're going to take a back seat. Travelico is not going to be that, that brand name that, oh, you know, Travelico.com. Uh, we can't compete with Booking.com. They have billions of dollars in ad spending. However, we're going to let hotels create their own differentiator product. So when you go there, you're going to be telling your friends, and say, hey, I got a great deal, plus I got a lot of other stuff. You want to check out Trevelico.com. And again, we're doing it because we want to make hotels take some of their control back. Um, and we want also travelers to know that there is, there are other ways and there's better ways to book a hotel. And yeah, there sure so, is, there sure is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if I kind of like interject, just seeking from that, that last point there, uh, when you're talking to the hotels themselves, like to the the travel providers, uh, you're selling the idea of blockchain. 
Uh, but you're, it's about marketing, it's about people, it's about sales. As you've said in the past, it's not about technology, but you are selling a software platform and technology solution. Correct. So when you go to a potential client, the, say a hotelier, uh, how would you communicate your proposed solution to them in a way that they understand it and they're not afraid of it and they buy into it? Yeah, so I think the first thing is don't mention the name cryptocurrency because people will <laughs> run for the hills. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think when you talk to regular uh, chains, hotels, etc., it's it's about opening up and saying, hey, how would you like to do um, uh, free payments? Because all the, all the what it comes down to in travel, we do a lot of different payments. Uh, many times cross border, um, and many money goes in and goes out in many different directions. Uh, so. Overall, hotels and everyone, if they say, hey, we can get a payment gateway, very much like PayPal, your own PayPal for travel, and you can do business at zero to very, very low cost, that, that's a, that's a no-brainer, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that's just payment, and that's, that, it's, it's a key feature for us. It's, it's, a, it's the, the reason why we got into it. Payment can really solve a lot of the headaches of the travel industry when it comes to cost, because we are the... The industry that pays the most transaction costs, probably of any industry in the world, because of the business, the nature of the business, right? Yeah. So, the the next part is okay. So we're creating something, but how how to make that? Because we're actually sitting and talking about this. How do we create value not just for the people in the industry, such as hotels, such as the big chains, but we also want to create value for the user. So. Many people, for example, go to tour operators and book their tours to tour operators. Tour operators will work with uh, destination management companies, DMCs, uh, which are down on the ground, will actually take you through to in, in and around the destination and offer up extra experiences. Right? Yeah. Now, things, what you don't know is that DMCs know very little about the user by the time they get there. They, the tour operator controls the user. User information is very, very siloed in this industry, and it's it's mm -hmm. people right now uh, in the industry is for them it's gold, and they don't want to share. Right? This is what is going on right now. So when they come, when a user actually comes to let's say Bangkok, and the DMC is tasked with taking Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, you know, around, that's all they know. They might have a passport number on there, but that's all they know. So they don't really know what else they can offer this person. To create that really memorable travel, that memorable trip, right? Mm -hmm. So, when we go in and say, okay, we the value is, we, yes, we want to create value for for travel, but we also want to create value for travelers. Now, there's a fine line in between, there and we go, okay, so how, how do we how do we do this? It really comes down to the user, right? So, for specifically for for, for uh, when we have talks with travel operators, etc., we so we say, hey, you want to get on this platform, free payment. Um, and by the way, you'll be sharing all your customer data. And they go, what? We don't want to share yeah. data. That's not how we do it. And everyone, every one of the biggest companies who house either managed company data or customer data or have their own customer data, they don't want to share. And then we say, well, listen, what if we, instead of you holding on to your 100 customers, we give you 1 million customers to deal with? And suddenly you go, oh my God, wait a minute. And that changes the whole way of how people do business. So, mm -hmm. yes, you can get on this platform. Yes, you can do business on it for really low cost. But also, the only way you add value here is 
we need to understand the customer, but also the customer needs to understand that they have the power to control their own data because that's also very important. You can't just expand them freely because you have a million customers, but they need to be able to choose. But then when you have the ability to give, excuse me, give them deals, then you will have those million customers at your disposal. And this is where now real value creation starts, right? The DMC knows exactly who's coming in and can offer the customer now a, a, a plethora of different ancillary services that they might not want to or think that the customer wanted, but in this case, they can really custom tailor the user experience. So everyone benefits, right? Yeah, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so as you are well aware, there are more and more software platforms and technological solutions coming out in travel. So this is creating a fragmentation in industry. So can you talk more about that and what you believe can be done about it? Sure. So uh, I'm actually doing. A, I'm actually creating a presentation right now for um, for a speech I'm doing a presentation I'm doing in Singapore in about just a month, and it's it's exactly about this. And as long as you have, well, actually, let, let's let's look at it this way that people can really understand. So for a hotel to get online, you either go on an OTA, you kind of just dump it all there, and OTA OTA will many, will many times just set it up for you, so you have your hotel profile. Or you go and say, screw the OTAs, or at least I want to have an online presence so I can sell my rooms online by myself on my own site. So what many hotels do is they will do that. They will go ahead and put some availability on a big OTA, and then they will put a lot of availability on their own website. It's about 65-35% split, uh, hotel versus OTA. And, um, and then the hotel will say, well, how do I do this? And they will realize that they will talk to about six different technology vendors just to get online. And then there's a lot of services from other vendors that will take existing data and make and create other services that they can use in order to see where they should be pricing themselves, et cetera, et cetera. So at the end of the game is you have a big OTA player with all the technology in one place here, the OTA, and then you have the hotel talking to all many, 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 many small little travel tech providers and just adding more. So for example, yeah. uh, hotels get uh, their rates to all LTAs via what they call a channel manager. A channel manager mm -hmm. will be responsible for sending out all the rates to all the different OTAs that they want to do business with. It's not that each hotel will go to every OTA and update it manually every time a booking is made or every time they change the price. That's just not scalable, right? So that's what mm -hmm. channel managers are for. Do you know that there's about three to five hundred channel managers in the market, all mm -hmm. housing about thirty to three thousand to ten thousand hotels each? Now, for mm -hmm. everyone who wants to work with this, it's, it just doesn't scale, and that's what I mean by fragmentation. Yeah. And that's just yeah. channel manager, right? So, yeah. if you can fix this, and if you can actually add value at the same time, and it really comes back to okay, if I want to solve something. Who am I solving it for? Yes, I can solve it for customers. Yes, I can solve it for hotels. Yes, I can make the industry better. And then you go, oh, you know what? This has a good chance of, of, uh, of making it, of, of really making an impact. Not just making mm -hmm. a buck, but making an impact. So if you have the chance of making a platform where you have all the services, a one-stop shop for, let's say, hotels, click, 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 get online, everything is taken care of. 
you not just you not only consolidate the industry, but you were able to let the hotel choose a lot of other services that can then affect the travel at the end, saving money mm -hmm. because in the same one location and adding to the value and the uh, the different opportunities that travelers have when they actually make a booking. So it becomes much more about just the room. It's now mm -hmm. the bigger picture of what kind of experiences do I want to have and yeah. everything around. It's and the whole experience and all the products. Correct. That, and that is yeah. what platform can do for you. Perfect. So I know we've talked about this a little bit, like you mentioned, never mention cryptocurrency <laughs> when you're talking to the providers because uh, whenever you're talking about any form of decentralization or cryptocurrency, the issue of volatility, runaway speculation, that always tends to come up, especially in, in the media. So how do you prove to your clients and to the market and just any of your investors, Travelcoin is not like that. It's not Bitcoin. It's stable. It's reliable. It's not a fad. So it's, it's actually interesting. So th there's there's... Very, it's actually very easy to create something that's not volatile. You just don't let people, you don't give people the chance of speculating, right? So, yes. But of course, there, there, there's a lot of different things that we have to think about in order to be able to say, okay, this is going to work for us because we don't want abuse, right? So mm -hmm. uh, the biggest, the most important thing for travel suppliers is that they are able to pay each other at a low transaction fee and when they pay $100, let's say, to their partner, that the partner also gets $100. If that was not the fact that if I paid you $100 and you got 50, you would not be happy. And I couldn't blame it on volatility, mm -hmm. right? That just wouldn't work. So mm -hmm. the first thing for us was, okay, in order to solve payment, it can't be sexy, right? So for us yeah. to not have a sexy, a sexy, <laughs> sexy. <laughs> we're going to have a, a, a private, uh, private exchange where travel tech suppliers get to top up, so to speak, on on a stable coin that doesn't change in price. So it's, it's not, you just don't make it available for, for people to, mm -hmm. to invest in. And so that's yeah. how you solve actual, uh, the stable part of it. Yeah. Now loyalty is kind of interesting because loyalty is is where we where gamification comes in. and And that's actually you you really need someone who knows um, uh, game theory uh, in order to really appreciate what's being done here because we want users to be travelers to be good citizens but we also want suppliers to be good citizens and in order to do that you actually have to create a game that everyone can participate in and of mm -hmm. course there's going to be some people who can try and and and, and find flaws or hack it in a way to their benefit, but the goal is to pair the, the traveler against the supplier in a way that adds value. And if you do that correctly, then you've created a, a token that we actually want to be volatile, mm -hmm. that, can, that can shrink and grow in value, but not as much as that it will make crazy differences that actually will mm -hmm. cost people more than they should have, or that you get less for. Let's say you, 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 you rack up a bunch, bunch of points, but at the end of the day, it's so volatile and somebody speculated on it. So when it's time for you to cash out on those points and, and get that trip, you actually can't even afford a coffee. We don't want that and, and vice versa for the, for the suppliers. We want it, it needs to have value. So that's, it, it's really a lot of game theory that comes in there. But if you do it right, you can have one stable coin on one side to do payment, one loyalty token 
that is set up to be volatile but in a controlled manner so you can yeah. actually create real value in the industry. So limited volatility. Yeah, and I was going to get into, uh, we were going to get into asking you about game theory, but that is a large, complex topic that kind of goes beyond the scope of, of today's podcast. But, you know, if people want to check out uh, more about that, you can go online to your website, to tra Travel Coin, read the white paper. Uh, so we do have uh, another question relating back to, we have a large audience of students who will be tuning in. So do you have any advice for tourism students preparing for a rewarding career? Are you looking to gain their perspective on an idea? Or maybe you're even looking to hire? Sure. There you go. There you go. Bring it in there, the hiring pitch. Uh, <laughs> so uh, just actually to follow up on the, on, the, on the game theory part, there is actually, this is... We, the future is really going to be game theory in, in everything. The same people, the same way people like to to play with Farmville, it's going to really get into businesses in a big way. And there's actually um, there's a girl on TED Talk called Jane McGonigal, uh, and she has two TED Talks on uh, on game theory and gamification. Uh, if people are interested in that, really check out Jane McGonigal. She is uh, she actually graduated the same year as me. Uh, but to answer your question. Um, for people, for students who are just getting started in this, travel is super exciting. It's a, it's a, it's a great field to be in, not only, uh, well, number one, because you have a real chance to travel. And if there's anything else, um, I would say, uh, I've met so many cool interns in the travel hospitality industry, and you just see, they're different people, because they see so much, and, they, and by, tra by traveling, your, your eyes and your soul open up to this planet being such a beautiful place to be on and, and all the beautiful different people who are here, right? And it, it sounds very lovey-dovey, but it's really this is what travel is about. It's, it's seeing other places, accepting each other. Absolutely. And, and you see how can there be war if there's really all these all cool people out there, which just doesn't make any sense. And the more people who see that, you're going to hit a, a certain point where you go, who's creating this war in the first place? Because definitely not me, right? So mm -hmm. that's why travel is awesome. Um, travel tech uh, and Travel tech is one aspect of things. There's a lot of hospitality and F&B that also goes into travel. Uh, you, I think you should really figure out what you want to do. Um, there's, there's definitely, I would say, across the board, I've worked in many, many different industries. Um, if you work in travel tech on the, I'm sorry, if you work in hospitality, you, you can tend to expect a kind of lower paid job, not across the board, but because travel is sexy and everyone wants to be in travel, people oftentimes say, hey, uh, I am willing to take a lower pay just because I can do this and this and this. And that's happened across the board. Uh, yeah. But the rewarding part is, is you, you get back on so many different levels. Uh, so I would say definitely know that you want to get into travel uh, and be passionate about it because it is an, an awesome place to be. If it's just about the money, go to Wall Street. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not joking on that one, because <laughs> there's so much money to be. There's so many idiots there, and there's so many people making so much good money that is retarded. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot of them. I've worked with them. Uh, I've been there. Uh, so, on the other side, really find out what 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 fits you, uh, because mm -hmm. uh, Asia, for example, is booming right now with with work and startups, and 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 this and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff and travel going on everywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, but really find out what really really works for you. Um, we're, we're, you know, we're not hiring or we can say we're always hiring, you know, uh, mm -hmm. also looking for people who have, who have a lot of experience. So uh, 
yes, if you want to come to Asia and do interning, come on by, we'll help you out, you know. Awesome, uh, awesome. <laughs> I, I think, but really find your passion for what you want to do. Uh, travel tech is something you will get into if you're into tech, probably. Uh, but there's a lot of distribution going. There's a lot of lot of jobs there with that has to do with distribution and actually how to get mm-hmm. how to get people how to get hotels and etc. on on out there on the on the internet. Uh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. That's what most people are struggling with. Uh, yeah. You go to every conference out there, and you will have hotels, airlines, everyone. They're talking about how can I how can I not pay all these ludicrous commissions to all these big companies. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, just to kind of finish off, I would, I would say get into any kind of travel business where you can learn for the two, three, four years. See if you, if you are of the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit, there's so much improvements that can be done in travel, like seriously. So work for anyone that you would love to work for in travel. And then mm-hmm. after four or five years, if you can see the, where you can make improvements, go, because there's so much mm-hmm. exciting new things that can be done. To, to mm-hmm. you know improve the industry and and make travel more fun yeah amazing thank you right. that's very good advice and karma would actually like to ask you one final question sure. yes it is a very very important question yes. um, Bjorn if you had the option would you rather travel to outer space or to the deep ocean trenches that is a very 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 important question karma I'm glad I'm glad you asked that I will go definitely into deep, 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 deep ocean because <laughs> we haven't seen anything on this planet yet. I have no wish to go to Mars. It's just sand. Yeah. Yeah. Still lost at sea. Lost at sea. That's me. Lost at sea. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much, Bjorn. Thank you, guys. And for our listeners, if you're interested in these topics, you can learn more by checking out the website and the white paper on Travelcoin at travelcoin.io. I highly recommend it. Very, very interesting stuff. And we'll have all the links coming up on our blog. Thank you again for being with us today. Thank you to our listeners and Capu Radio for hosting this podcast. We hope to see you again soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Our first interview. So how did you like that? Please send us some feedback on this episode or tell us who we should interview next. And if any students from Kaplan University's Tourism Management Program are tuning in right now and want to get involved with future podcasts, please drop us a line. All our information is available online at www.patacapu.com. Please tune in to our next episode where Patacapu podcast speaks with Sally Fong, an art director and digital nomad who has lived in a different country each month for the past year. How amazing does that sound? We'll see you all guys soon. Thank you for listening. Have something to say about what you heard on Capilano Radio? Want to get involved with the Capilano Radio team? Are you an artist looking for a platform to showcase your work? Drop us a line at capilanoradio at gmail.com or visit our website at capilanoradio.com. This podcast is hosted by students from Capilano University's Tourism Management Program, and we will be looking for on-air personalities to help with future episodes. If you are a student who is interested in co-hosting our podcasts, please reach out to us on www.patacapu.com or pata.capolanou at gmail.com. <laughs>